Welcome to episode two of Too Legit. It's your girl Mike. Legit. This shit gets me hyped every time. Uh. Wait for this beat drop. Woo! All right, so the Super Bowl Sunday. Man, did the Eagles take that? Eagles won, Super Bowl champs. You already know, put some respect on the name. Shout out to Philly. Shout out to Nick Foles. He's a backup quarterback. Hey, he got MVP. He did his thing. If that ain't an underdog move, I don't know what is. I don't know, man, but I'm just glad they got it done, especially against the Patriots. You know, they're like. The, Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah. They're, they're basically playing against the officials, you know. They always say the refs are on the Patriots' side, but Eagles got that shit done, took care of business, and now they're champs. That's right. Rallied around. Uh, but the people, they yeah. were about free Meek. I know. They rallied around uh, Meek's song, man, Dreams and Nightmares, the intro. That shit gets me hyped. I don't blame Philly. I don't blame the Eagles coming out to that. As soon as I saw them come out to that song, Oh, it was a rap. Patriots Patriots knew it was a rap. Everybody on the in the tunnel, they were looking, they're like, How come we can't come out to some dope shit like this? <laughs> Man, it was for, awesome. is, for those of you who don't know, Meek is right now serving up to four years in jail for violating his probation. Some bullshit. Yeah, and the judge the judge. Man. Yeah, they the lawyer what's the lawyer saying about uh they were saying saying that the judge was telling Meek to li- to leave his uh current management to sign yeah. with her friend. Yeah, yeah. Man, um, they trying to blackmail Meek. Yeah, they they put it out. I know they requested documents and all that, but there was no proof that the judge actually asked for that. But I don't know. The lawyers really pushing this whole thing that the judge is out to get Meek. They want a new judge on the case. Man, that's so shady. Whatever the case is, man, I hope Meek gets out. Especially after yesterday. I've seen so many people like tweeting in support of Meek. People were wearing custom-made jerseys that's saying so free dope. Meek. That's, I mean, Philly was really, they're really about this man. You know, he's clearly out I wonder there. if he sees that. I wonder if he knows that people were supporting him. He did see it. I, I think uh, I saw it today. You Someone... think he's making music in there? Really? Like lyrics, like uh, ideas. Like he's writing, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, writing. You said making music. Oh, you know, because he's in the studio. studio. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you never know, man. They be sneaking <laughs> shit and making <laughs> But yeah, hopefully Meek gets out, gets that whole thing situated, and we get to see a free man this this year, and we don't have to wait for those four years or whatever. But ladies and maybe gentlemen, before the Super Bowl, some hot news dropped: the Kardashian family, oh, Miss Kylie Jenner, she confirmed her pregnancy. She posted a 14-minute video showing her journey of being pregnant. It was so special. Like, I I personally think, sh- like, kudos to you. Because a family being so public and having all their business out there, you know, having that show for, what, 10 years? Like, she kept that on the hush. And even though there were rumors around, like, none of them even heard, didn't even confirm that. 
And Travis Scott, like, wow. I really thought he was with Kendall. I didn't know that Kylie and Travis were together. So that was news to me, too. Uh, still, You know what? It's been, what, you said 10 years since that show's been going on? Yeah, about. I, I think they just had their 10-year anniversary. Someone needs to explain to me how or what's, like, still so special about them i don't i don't get it fans love them i don't get it this generation loves the kardashians honestly for what what do they do (laughs) yeah exactly yeah Yeah. i I don't get it man i I honestly i can't just out here just like oh hold up my name's kind of running out no one's talking about me oh post nudes and then Chloe, and then the rest of the family, they just like, oh, gotta go date a rapper, gotta go date a basketball player. But you know, Courtney, Courtney isn't dating. Kardashian curse. A shout out to James Harden. He got out of that shit early. <laughs> and look at him, balling. First ever to drop 60 points and get a triple double. Shout out to you, boy. <laughs> got out of there. No, I was saying Courtney <laughs> Kardashian isn't dating a basketball player. Who? She is dating. Who's Courtney? Wait. Courtney oh, Kardashian. Oh, yeah. That's the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, who's she dating? She's dating some dude named Eunice. I think that's how you, I think that's how you say his name. No. Well, anyways. Yeah. Anyways, um, back that. to the music. Yeah, let's get back to some hip hop. <laughs> hey, Travis Scott, go ahead and drop some fire. All right. So there's been a yeah, lot of talk yeah. about the Migos over the past two years or so about their music and the impact that they've had on the culture. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Offset even claimed that Migos are the biggest group ever. Dun da da dun for any genre, really. And if you guys don't remember, Donald's Glover, also known as Childish Gambino, he called the Migos this generation's version of the Beatles when he was accepting his Global Globe for the hit show Atlanta. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Actually, after he. Uh... After he, he said that at the awards, their streams actually went up, like, I think it over... It skyrocketed t- up. Yeah, they say, like, it over doubled their uh, stream streaming for, what was it, Bad and Bougie. Wow. Overnight, and they just blew it. Bad and Bougie, well, I think that's when Bad and Bougie kind of Take it back to what up. I just said. Offset claims that Amigos <laughs> are the biggest group for any genre. First of all... Um, I'm pretty sure De La Soul is up there, Fugees, A Tribe Called Quest, I mean, Wu-Tang Clan. I get it. I get it. And also, uh, he said for any genre, are you kidding me? The Beatles? Yes. Come on. I mean, you know, I don't know if he was like drunk, something high when he said that, or if he was sober. But regardless, this is hip hop, man. If you're not competitive in hip hop. True, true. But don't get me wrong. I'm not hating. Migos, what? They started the dab. Who doesn't dab in this generation right now? Oh, no. They they hit that. Yeah, what? what 2015, I want to say. Right? They started all that. But I was just going to break down, you know, if we really look at what the Migos have done, it's pretty crazy. They came on the scene, what? And 2013? Yeah, that's about right. Uh, I think that's when Versace came out. Remember? Oh, yeah. Hey, tell me why. Oh, wow. 2013. <laughs> it's been a minute. 
right? I remember that That's, song. It, it feels like it's oh, it was just like two years ago. Nah, it was it was five five years. Yeah. five years ago. That's crazy. And I I went back and listened to Versace. That shit is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they just say Versace over and over, and probably spit like four to eight bars and then they just go right back to saying Versace. But five years ago we loved it. I know hey, hey <laughs> you know what? I bet you if they play it in the club, I'll still get hyped. Right? I'm saying it's just about the environment you play it in, you know. If you're yeah. really trying to listen to some lyrics and stuff and put put your headphones on, that's not what yeah. you want to listen to. But I just remember that was a song that put them on the map, I wanna say. Especially once Drake hopped on it. Yeah. And then they had that. Then the next year, they put out another mixtape. They had Fight Night off that song. That was big. Then 2015, they come out, drop their debut album. And then from that, they had Pipe It Up and One Time. But the album didn't do that well for their first their debut album. That I mean, it did whatever in hip-hop. But overall, it didn't have any really crazy impact. It didn't but, offset. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, God. Why are you so corny? <laughs> and then from there, though, that's when, uh, yeah, they started doing the whole, they put put that song out. Uh, I forgot what the fuck it's called, but the dab, you know, bitch dab. That, that shit. Yeah, y'all, y'all, know, y'all know it. Literally, who doesn't dab? Man. I see little kindergartners dab. Yeah, that's... I see little babies dab. Yeah. Even grandmas. Boy, Hillary, Come on, grandparents Hillary Clinton dabbing. was dabbing. Even though, I mean, hey, y'all were looking pretty fucked up with the way y'all were hitting it. <laughs> the best <laughs> one was that little kid where it's like these kids, all a group of kids, and then uh, the white kid comes up and he looks like he's about to do some karate move. But he just dabs. He's trying to dab. He doesn't know what's going on. So it just looks <laughs> like he's about to pose or ready to do some karate. But uh, but back to this Migos timeline. After their first album, like, didn't do so well or whatever. 2016, like I was saying earlier, that's when they dropped Bad and Bougie. Yeah. Their biggest. Biggest hit. Yeah. That's definitely their hit single. I've seen that song everywhere. That was the one and that's one that really put I've them... seen every girl quote on their Instagram. Yeah. Spell it the <laughs> same way. Bad and bougie spells it the same way and yeah. everything. <laughs> and then uh that was the one that put them on the map, honestly. And then that from there that was their lead single and then in twenty seventeens when they dropped Culture. And Culture had man, had T shirt, uh what was that one with Gucci? Slippery. I mean Culture was the one that did it. That bad and bougie led up to culture, and culture just was the one that put them on the map. It took off. Oh my god! <laughs> Please, somebody, hey, if anyone wants to co-host the podcast with me, uh, don't oh, make me <laughs> upset. <laughs> oh my god! All right, all right. Back to the music. Uh, Back to the music. This is. So, uh, new music. What's happening right now? Man, I'm not done with the Migos. Hold up. We were talking about whether or not what Offset had to say was true. So, I'm going through this timeline. So, since 2013, they've been putting out solid songs, right? Right. Every year. Mm-hmm. 
They're making noise. Each year they're growing bigger. Right. They are. But now they're 2018. Culture 2 came out and it didn't really do anything. Culture 2? Yeah. Like the, right now? Yeah, the one that dropped last month. Stir oh. Fry. Oh, yeah, Stir Fry. The one with 24 tracks. Oh, right, right, right. Motorsport. Stir Motorsport. Fry is yeah. their like, lead single or whatever. But that one really... And they put 24 tracks on it. And the really... That one kind of just... Compared, especially compared, so you're comparing it to last year's, so, yeah, that's But I think as music fans, like, you automatically just compare. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the thing. That's, you just, and it's, I don't think, it's kind of hard not to, though. Right. I think, it's not even fan thing, I think it's just, like, just I think just as humans, we just compare and we just can't help it. But yeah, so once you really look at it. I don't know if it will. They definitely aren't the best ever. The best group ever. Okay, okay. So vote. Are they the best group ever? Yes or no? No. I'm going to have to say no as well. But. But, yes, there is a but. What's your but? They are the best group of this generation. Okay, I, I could agree with you on that. From I think so. This decade, they got it locked. Yeah, they for sure did. I don't think anyone's. I mean, hey, and as far as I how, mean, every time they come out with a hit, as far as what child I'm out there on the dance floor. Somar, shout out Oakland, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're out there. What do you call it though? But you know how Donald Glover said, you know, there are generations Beatles. Right. They even tied a a record of the Beatles just yesterday. Billboard announced. No way. Billboard announced Migos has 14 tracks on the top 100 right now. On the Billboard 100. That's dope. Shout out to Migos. They have 14. Only other group that's done that, the Beatles. And they tied it. So. All right. So what crosswalk should the Migos walk in? Oh, my. <laughs> hey, I'm serious, y'all. All, all it takes is not to say anything corny. <laughs> and you could be my new co-host. <laughs> But yeah, but I mean, so that's all I have to say about that. I don't, yeah, I can't put them in. Hey, you know what? They might be, uh, when you really look at it, we'll, we'd really got to like deep dive into it to find out where they rank as a group, even in just hip hop. Because like you said, you know, uh, Tribe Called Quest, Wu-Tang and all that. My Those personal favorite, NWA. Classics, yes. But it sucks. See, with NWA... I think it's more of just the impact they have more than the music because they really only had one album together, two. So, right. I don't know. But outside of that, So, yeah. we'll see, though, 10, 15, 20 years from yeah, now. Yeah, that's where it we'll comes see. down to. Yeah, that's where it comes down to. Yeah, longevity. Uh, and then just seeing... Longevity. Ooh-wee, what a word. Okay. <laughs> All right. But now, let's go... All right, so new music. What's happening right now? We got Black Panther. Album is dropping this Friday. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm excited to hear that, especially after seeing the track list. My girl Georgia Smith is on there. Track six. Um, That one's called I Am. So I'm a big fan of Georgia Smith. 
I started listening to her. She's pretty dope. She got mad vocal. She's sick. Was she R&B or soul? She, yeah, she's an R&B soul alternative hype. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nah. Uh, you know, we but we talked about this and yeah, I think we mentioned this in last week's uh, podcast. But yeah, that's definitely the one to look out for coming out this Friday. Um, and then the movie comes out the following Friday. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm looking forward to February the sound. It's a TD compilation, basically, man. You got like I think four tracks from Kendrick, and then you I'm. I'm looking forward to hearing Schoolboy Q song because it's featuring Two Chains. I'm looking forward to listening to uh, Khalid. Oh yeah, you know the kids <clears throat> love Khalid. Uh, Young, Wilds and Free. He's with Sway kids Lee. Love that. He's with Sway Lee. Yeah. You know, but uh, what was the other one that caught my attention? Mozzie. Shout out to Mozzie, holding it down and for the Bay. Or, you know, that's always a debate. Sack part of the Bay, but yeah, whatever, man. Shout out to Mozzie. I'm looking forward to hearing that. That's pretty. That's a big look for him to be on that album. Uh, and then outside of that, I don't know if anyone really noticed uh, number eleven uh, called Redemption. Zachary's on that. And Zachary was on Love. Oh, uh, you remember? Song. Okay, yeah, look do. at you. <laughs> hey, I'm holding my spot down here at the podcast. Uh, this is right. my seat. Okay. Y'all might need to do music. a little. You might need to know a little bit about music too, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I'm excited to hear Zachary on um, Redemption because yeah, I haven't. I tried I liked looking, him in Love. I tried for looking Kendrick. for music from him and I couldn't find anything. So yeah, I'm let def- the man evolve. So I'm yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing that one and then besides that uh next tuesday we're looking at uh cause he's gonna be dropping the album so i'm looking forward to that his it's his official debut album because i guess the last one really was he he said it's actually like a demo tape but it blew up so he made it they just dropped it released it online and Cause is J. Cole's artist, right? Yeah. That's Dreamville, fam. Dreamville. Dreamville. Cold world. Cold-blooded. But yeah, uh, that track list dropped too. And uh, there was two names that really stand out. And you should know these names. We got Hustler Story featuring Kendrick Lamar. I, I really want to see what that track is going to be all about. Yeah. You think it's going to be a story? I mean, it's called Hustless Story. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then outside of that, then we got track 13, which is called Zendaya. Yo, Zendaya. We love Zendaya. And it's featuring J. Cole, of course, you know, being he's on Dreamville. Um, there's no surprise there but uh yeah can't wait for that 14 tracks overall go ahead uh if you want to see the rest of the track list go to the website to legit.com uh we got it up on there and then pretty sure that's about it oh and then uh ray shrimmered uh that duo they announced a new album shrim life three Gang gang, as the youngsters would say. <laughs> uh, they actually uh, are doing a triple disc album. 
taking a page out of uh, Alcaster's book, kind of. They, they, kind of the same situation. They're each going to drop basically one disc each from each artist. And then the third disc is going to be Ray Shermer basically doing the duo project like they've been doing. How do you feel about these duos and these collaborations? I mean, the duo, the whole group thing, it's, I don't care for it. I mean, it's dope because they actually. Yeah, they're coming out with, you know. Like them, the Migos, and like SOB from Bait. Like, mm-hmm. they're actually a group. I get it. They they make dope music. But when it's like forced collaborations just because two artists are dope or are hot at the time. And then they're just making collaboration albums. That really ain't the thing, man. Like, yeah, you don't want to lose like the authenticity of the music. Yeah, because you know? they honestly, in those situations, you know, in the, over the past year or two, all these collaboration projects that dropped, they're really just like not forced, but just rushed. They're like, oh, you know what? I got this beat, and I did a verse on it. Here, jump on it. Okay. Oh, I got this beat, and then they just like flip flop beats right. with each other and hop on the verses and oh, we got 10, 12 tracks. All right, let's put it out. And especially in today's like generation, how... We you, want everything. Well, we want new, everything. What's yeah. hot. But these artists are getting money off of streaming now. That counts as numbers. That's album sales. Yeah. Where before, it's like you would hear a leak and you'd be like, oh, I'm not going to buy this. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck this. Now it's just like, oh, it's out. It's on stream. You listen to it. If you like it, you'll keep streaming it. If you don't, yeah. you'll stop streaming it. But that's how they get their numbers now. So I I see where the labels and the artists are coming from for putting all these projects They're out. They're just feeding the fans, which I get. But we also do appreciate, you know. It ain't legit, though. <laughs> it ain't legit. We appreciate the real, you know, music where they put in work not that they're not putting in work but you know just like i said before like the authenticity of the music and it's not rush right you know? yeah yeah like hey j cole kendrick if someone ever brings this podcast to your attention please drop the collaboration album <laughs> man please i've been waiting a long time just just give it to the fans please <laughs> <laughs> been waiting too long and conspiracy time conspiracy time i always thought once kendrick got signed because j cole was already signed and Mm -hmm. i thought kendrick once he got signed that that album was never gonna come out because just label situations and they would be like oh no we want this oh no like you know just like a little basically getting down to the details like they would it would just never come out but now J. Cole's on Interscope. K. Dot's on Interscope. I think this shit's actually going to come out. When? I don't know. But they might, like I said, it's dope when people put out quality collaboration projects. Like, watch the throne. And I'm hoping, I'm not hoping, clearly they're putting together some quality music because it's been like six, seven years since they've been working on this shit (laughs) yeah all right let's look back at some of the albums that just had their release anniversary uh yeah uh what i have here 
Big Sean. Big Sean. I decided that dropped a year ago on February 3rd, 2017. Uh, Personally, not too crazy about Big Sean. I don't know if that's like me just being biased because I'm huge on Kendrick. But actually, before they even had their little air quote beef that people want to say they have, uh, I wasn't feeling Big Sean, so I don't know. I was something about him. Like, he could spit, but it's just not me. Yeah, I agree. Big Sean is just like, oh, Big Sean. Whoopie yeah. whoop. And plus, he, he got Janae now, so I hate you. No, I'm playing. ASAP <laughs> <laughs> Rocky though yeah, Long turn Live ASAP For his debut album Long Live ASAP Yeah that turned uh, five that Came out January 15th 2013 I remember that too uh, Man big ASAP Rocky fan So I remember when that came out Actually damn near a month before that It got leaked So it was I, I want to say it was a month Or maybe even longer than a month uh, that it leaked out, but that came out to be a dope project. Uh, big fan. He obviously, you know, did something right because he ended up even when the album dropped, he still ended up topping the charts. So shout out to ASAP Rocky, and he's supposed to be working. Uh, I thought he would honestly. He put out like a week, one like two weeks ago. He was putting out a new track every day. And I really thought he was just going to say, fuck it, and drop an album on Friday. But he didn't. So I think it's called Testing. But yeah, looking forward to that. And one of your personal favorites, 50 Cent. Woo! Guess what turned 15 years today? Yes. February 6, 2003. Get Rich or Die Trying. 50 Cent's debut album. Like... One of the biggest albums for me personally. I think that was the first album I bought uh, when I was I was in middle school at the time. But I remember I had a had a school project or something. I forgot for probably English. I think I had to write and do a speech basically about breaking down lyrics for uh, a song or an album or something. I just remember I had to buy an album, and Fifty Cents was coming out. And, and I that's would, the one you got. And I waited till it dropped to buy it. And mm-hmm. then I did my assignment just like the week of when it was due. Because yeah. I wanted to wait till I got that album. Because you're supposed to play it in the class too. Mm-hmm. So you had to buy the album. Yeah. Because right? back then you couldn't wait, really you rip played, shit. You played Get Rich or Die Trying in class in middle school? I forgot what song I played. I don't want to think about it. I want to say if, if I can't, but yeah, I played one of uh one of the songs off the album, and like I said, man, I still play that shit. Great fucking album. Huge fan of Fifty ever since, and you know, especially back then they were running shit. Fifty M Dre Game, shit. Hey, can't y'all just get along and make some more dope ass music? Why can't we just all get along? <laughs> yeah, nah, that was definitely one of my favorite albums, I well, think, ever. In that album, I really like PAMP, uh, In the oh Club. Yeah. In the Club, 21 Man, Questions. 21 I Questions. Yeah. We 
you got classic songs on that album for sure. Oh, I remember. Uh, I remember reading something that I think Dre said not to put Twenty One Questions on the album because he felt like it was too soft. Mm-hmm. And you know, the rest of the album was like just gangster shit. Right. And he didn't. He didn't. Dre wasn't feeling Twenty One Questions to fit with the album, but. Hey, it worked but out. look, 15 hey. years later and I still hear that song. Shit. R.I.P. Nate Dog. See, that's a classic. So, Migos, we'll see. Oh, come on. We'll see in 15 years <laughs> if we'll be playing your song. But, yeah. R- I-, I think so, actually. I, I think so. I think it, shit off of culture, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think that's about it for our anniversaries. Uh, and that's pretty much all the time we got left for this podcast, actually. So, uh, we're going to wrap this up, man. Thank Thanks you. to episode two on Too Legit. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, join us next week. We'll be back Tuesday. Every Tuesday, new episode. So, uh, episode three coming next week. Peace. Later. <laughs>